welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson, the podcast where we head down the road of the supernatural and beyond. So sit back and hold on as we take a ride together to what lies in the unknown and beyond the veil. Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson presents guest host, relationship coach, Allison Verge. Struggling to meet your true love? The dating game today is more demanding and cutthroat than ever. The world has changed tremendously in the last decade. Technology, attitudes, culture, it's a brave new world out there, and the rules of dating aren't what they used to be. In this episode, Allison discusses relationships and how to find your dream partner. And now your host, Daniel Jackson, with part one of Overcome the Obstacles to Finding Your Ideal Partner Without Dating Apps. Hello, and welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. Me, your host. I'm your host, Daniel Jackson, and today we have Allison Berge, and and uh, Allison is a certified sexologist, but uh, from what I was reading about her and talking with her about, uh, she is way more than just that. Allison, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? Uh, not too shabby. Uh, not too shabby. Uh, didn't get home until late last night, but uh, that's because we were up in Tucson, Arizona, and my wife was uh, completing a motorcycle safety course where she was learning how to ride, and she passed her test and got her license last night. So, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll be out on the road together. I've been riding for over 20 years, and uh, she decided she wanted to do it. She just turned 60 and went, decided she wanted to do that. So, uh, so that's what we did, and now she passed, and now we'll be doing this together, So, which is a good thing for me because she's always ridden on the back with me. And uh, and she enjoys it, but she wanted to do it herself. So not too. What shabby. a wonderful activity yeah. to do together. That's great yeah, when you can absolutely. share passion together. Yeah, we uh, we do a lot of things together. My wife, uh, this is my second marriage. Uh, this is her third marriage. Uh, her first one didn't last what I think maybe two years, and her second one lasted like twenty five years, and then that didn't last out too long either because he was pretty much a dipshit. And uh, so, uh, yeah, he just was. Uh, uh, and then I came along and then we, the two of us get along very well, rarely ever have an argument. And we, uh, we just decided all the, the little things in life are, are just not all that important. We, uh, we focused on things that we can have, uh, power and control over and take care of and, and everything else is just why bother. So, uh, tell my audience what it is exactly, uh, that you do. Great. No, I'd love to. Actually, I'm really more than um, a sexologist. My main thing actually is I am a dating and relationship coach and also a life coach. So the reason why I bring that into the equation is I really do a deep dive, like in my work, like overall, I really help um, professionals really overcome obstacles to having the relationship that they so desire. Often um, professionals that are dealing with kind of a a sudden kind of turmoil in their life, which is really what I went through personally. But when I do my work with them, I really start off doing an extreme deep dive into them because really without doing a reflection on who you are, 
it's very hard to determine what's actually been holding you back from having that relationship that you really want. It's, it's very easy to always, you know, blame all the external factors in your life, why you don't have this. And of course, there's always external factors. But reality is, there's often internal factors too. And that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. We all have them, especially as you age. Yeah, there's stuff there. There's weeds, yeah. as I like to call it, weeds in the way stuff. It's called life, and life builds up, right? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's learning to uh, to get through it or muddle through it the best that you can. Uh, yep. You don't have to muddle through it. You can get through it pretty clean, but you have to decide to choose to let go a lot of that crap that's going on. Yeah. You know, we yeah. we do have a lot of. Uh, uh, people tend to forget uh, some of the some of the things they do go through in their own lives. Uh, we do judge ourselves a thousand times a day, uh, yep. and then we ju- we tend to judge other people too. I always tell people before you judge anyone, take a self inventory of yourself. Think about all the crap that you've gone through in your life, and then look at that person who you are about to judge, and just think they've probably gone through some crap too. And then you bite your tongue and walk away because no one has the right to judge anybody. But yeah, we, we yeah we've all had this crap in our lives, and we have to decide uh, what we're going to do with that crap. Are we just going to hold on to it and let it run our lives, or just move away from it and try to do something better? Exactly. No, that's that's a very good point, and absolutely, you're absolutely right. Like some stuff, we do need to let go, and it's really important to actually, when we have those moments where we are angry, if, if when you're in a relationship with someone, it's really important to take a pause and reflect on where is this coming from. Right. It, it does that person really deserve that anger, or is it coming from somewhere else? Because often it's coming from your childhood, like something that somebody you know. It's I don't want to get too technical here, but it's really your adaptive child that's coming out and it's not it has nothing to do with that person. It's a trigger. Right. So once you begin to learn more about yourself, you understand those triggers and you realize it has nothing to do with that person. And it's once you then you can have forgiveness. Right. And then you can also, you know, hold your tongue and you're not always biting your partner's head off and it just brings peace to the relationship. But when you're dealing with singles, per se, all of that stuff, you know, it's not always easy to let go of, right? It, it builds up and it turns into some limiting beliefs and limiting beliefs that there's no good people out there. Or all men suck or all women want this type of man. And like all of this stuff enters the equation and it ends up really preventing them from finding that person or it ends up, they end up in a continuous spiral of the same type of wrong person for them. And until we do the work to really determine what's going on, but even more than that, it's not not all just negative stuff, like what's the negative stuff holding you back? It's what's the positive stuff? Like, who are you? Because all of us think we know ourselves, but you'd be really surprised at what you don't know about yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's tons of stuff that you don't realize about you. And when you figure out yourself to the core, that's when you can really figure out who that right person person is for you to walk the path of life with you. And that's, that's exactly why like your wife probably had two previous relationships and now she's found the right one for her because the two previous partners were not well suited for her. And the problem is we don't take the time earlier on in our life. Really, nobody really does. And sometimes it works out for you, but sometimes it doesn't. And for a lot of people, it doesn't. 
we don't take that time to really consider what is actually suited for us. And what's suited for me is not suited for the woman beside me. It's right. not just general. I want an intelligent man and, you know, a man who's funny, a man. No, there's like, you need to get pretty, I'm not saying a checklist. This is traits like in a relationship that you need in order for it to last. Yeah, and yeah I, I, I get it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm totally intelligent and super freaking funny. I get it. So, <laughs> I can tell that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got the joke. Yeah, I mean, my, my wife did go through those two relationships and I've gone through a couple of relationships myself. And and uh, it took her a while to figure out when she found me that I was the shizzle dizzle and those other guys <laughs> were just dipshits. That's all. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they just didn't seem to get it. So, yeah, I understand. It, it does take you a long time. As I tell people, uh, when you're when you're going out there and looking for someone, it, it, it's all based upon your choices. And sometimes we don't make the, the correct choices for ourselves, as I say to people. There are only two choices you're ever going to make in life about anything. And those two choices are what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And what doesn't work yeah. for you, you just quit doing it. But uh, it takes up sometimes going through a lot of things that don't work for you to find out what does work for you. A, a woman may say, oh, I, well, I dated this guy and he was a piece of crap. And then this one was a piece of crap. And this one was a piece of crap. Well, what do those pieces of crap have in common? Oh, well, I like their eyes. Well, maybe you should go for something different because yeah. apparently, you know, as I have found out when I was in the dating world, that good looks does not hide crazy. So uh, yeah. you, 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 there are many other factors you can look at. Stop looking for the same one that doesn't work for you. If, if, yes. it's, it's your choice making that. Oh, well, I only go for he's got great eyes or he's got a great sense of humor, but he's very controlling and he's got a great sense of humor, but he's very controlling. It, then, then. Maybe choose something different. Maybe think outside of the, your your normal box and turn your box into a circle so you're not just going in one direction. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's very wise. It's it's really important to reflect on our past relationships, which okay, a lot of smart. people don't do. You are very smart. I can tell that. Uh, but most people just reflect on the bad stuff, right? Uh, like, unless, yeah. like, some relationships end amic amicably, but often it's like, oh, the relationship sucked, it, this person was awful, blah, blah, blah. But you need to reflect on all aspects of the relationship. Like, what, did, what didn't work, but what did work? And, like, when I do my work with my clients, we actually reflect on the 20 key relationships in their life. And it's not just romantic ones. It's any relationship that you consider that was key in your life from the time you were young. And we analyze like, what did you like about that relationship and what didn't you, what didn't you like? And there's always stuff you didn't like about a relationship. Like we just, there's things that we all always don't drive together with someone, right? We're not, two people are not hundred percent compatible, compatible at all times. Right. Do you know why? So, why? Because bitches be bitches. That's why. No, just kidding. <laughs> but that's men and women. Yeah. They just, you know. They, they feel they have preferences and everything, and they sometimes base their whole lives on just their preferences when they don't actually look go out and look at everything out there. It's You, you can't walk through life blindly. You have to open your eyes to everything that's out there. Yes. No, that's true. That's true. But we look at, like, we're talking relationships with men and women, like, yeah. like their friendships, everything. And when you start to look at all of that, you start to see a clear pattern 
of what you actually need in a partner and what you need to avoid. It becomes very, very clear. Like clearly this is this type of characteristic I need to avoid. It is not going to work for me. And this is what I'm clearly drawn to. So I need to find a partner like this. And it really works when you do that kind of work. But we don't often do that, right? We, we base most of our decisions on chemistry. Like you said, we, yeah. we just go based on attraction, which is important. Like, don't get me wrong. Attraction is important. But you need to consider other factors. You need to get your head in the game plus your heart and, you know, the sexual component of it. You need to actually be thinking wisely about it. You know, does this person actually make sense? Do they have the characteristics I need? Yeah, I, and I get that. When I was in the uh, the dating world before I met my wife, uh, I've had different instances where I was I was I was on the dating site. You know, who wasn't? You know, and uh, <laughs> and I had a woman uh, email me one time, and she said, "Do you think you would like to go out?" And I, and and I just kept trying to be in a in a nice sense, saying, "No, I'm just not." No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. And then she finally, like, after six or seven emails, it's like, well, what is wrong with me? Why don't you? I said, in all honesty, I'm just, I'm not attracted to you. I, I'm, I'm reading things here that just don't sit well with me. And, yeah. and, uh, and on a, even on a physical basis, basis that I'm just not attracted to you. And she said, well, I have all kinds of guys ask me out all the time. And I said, fine, then go out with those guys. And she said, no, I'm not <laughs> you. And I, and I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm just, I don't find you attractive. And, and it's not just, you know, like, like looks, like I said, you know, cause I, I look for everything. I wanted them to be able to hold their end of the conversation. I wanted them to have a sense of humor. I want them to like some, at least some of the things that I like, uh, but we don't have to like all the same things all the time, because if you did, that would kind of get, get boring after a while. Yep. But yeah, it was just it was just all these like little things that just added up that said, you know what, this is not the right person for me, and uh, I just have to be honest with her and tell her that. Uh, but all she did was get angry with me, and I said, well, you can get angry all you want, but it's not going to make a difference because I'm still not going to pursue this relationship with you. And then uh, it was until like later on down the line, she started. She would just like once a month contact me. So you ready to go out? No, I'm not ready to go out because. Oh. I she was determined. Think, oh yeah, she was determined. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but uh, but uh, yeah, that one didn't work out. But uh, now, what are your thoughts on those places on the dating sites? Do you have a preference? well? Uh, well, when you went, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I had to sigh because I don't, you know, I don't think there's anybody under the sun that could say dating sites are easy. No. Um, they're certainly not easy. I believe in a combined approach. So using a dating site, but I believe in using one at a time for a limited period of time a day because yeah, it can be yeah. completely consuming, like half an hour, maybe an hour at the most, but half an hour because it'll just drain you emotionally. Um, but then when you do the work on to figure out who you are, that's when you can really tailor a plan of, all kinds of places to meet people thinking outside the box, right? So that's one thing I also do is like after we get past the who you are, we really get into where do you find people? What dating skills do you need? Then actually like, like finding that person, et cetera, et cetera. But um, so in the dating sites, typically for people who are, cause I often deal with people who are a little bit older, 
I, I do recommend Match as a pretty good site for those people. But beyond that, I don't think it works for people unless they really do some of this work. And I like to take a bit of a business approach to it. I, I came from originally years ago, a business background. And I mean, I was psychology in school, but then I got into business. But it really, it's about niching down. Right. And it's because the problem with dating sites is that they're so massive now. You are really a needle in a haystack. And the problem with most people is they're trying to appeal to everybody and then funneling down from there. But that doesn't work. How are you supposed to meet your special someone when you're trying to appeal to everybody? How is that person supposed to find you? Are you supposed to find them and all that mess? What you really need to do is get very clear on what you need and really tailor your profile in a very creative way that tells your story in a very authentic way so that you actually repel people who are not suited for you and you draw in those people who are suited for you. You waste a lot less time and emotional energy that way and you actually get on a different kind of highway that you might actually meet that other person who's looking for you. Like, you know, so you don't get so lost out there. So yeah. that's really my approach and it, and it works all of a sudden, like my clients will see different people that they've never seen before start coming to them. Yeah. And no, no, I totally agree. Yeah. Especially with the authenticity part, because uh, my experience being on the dating sites, I was on there probably about six years. I know it's too long, but you know, but I was always persistent about trying to find someone or finding finding the right person. But the authenticity part was the hardest part because whenever I put my profile up, I always made sure that I told a lot about me and what I like to do. And I always had recent pictures on there and I would put them up all the time. Uh, and I found so many people who just flat out lied about everything like the very first date I went on uh the girl told me I said I like classic rock she said she likes classic rock all these things that I said that I like she said she liked as well when I showed up on the date uh her I found her her pictures to be like five six years old actually uh she did not like classic rock she said she liked uh in person she said I like classical music I was like oh my goodness Everything was such a total fiasco when I showed up, even though I even though I intended to go through with the date, I did. I went through the whole entire date, uh, but um, things were just not adding up as we went along. And I just and and even at that, even though she saw that as well, by the end of the date, she still said, when are we going to go out again? I said, why would we go out again? I said, you you started off this date with a huge lie of who you actually are. And then everything down the line, also proving that you lied about everything that we talked about. Why would I start a relationship based on a lie? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I have found out some crazy things on sites. Like one girl I showed up on a date and she just looked a little bit different than her pictures. And then it come to find out, she told me the pictures were actually not her and they were of her sister. Or I went on one date and uh, 
when I showed up at this bar where we were going to be at, uh, I walk in the door and I see this woman sitting on the bar and she, I guess she sees me and she's waving her hand and I'm doing this. I'm looking around. Who's that lady? Who's that lady talking to? She, who's she pointing at? And then she, she, I hear Daniel and I was like, I just went, oh boy. And then I walk over there and uh, I was 42 at the time. She said she was 47, which was around my age that I went for. And uh, she was not. She was actually 57. And uh, and she was uh, and I said, you know, if you would have told me you were 57, then I would not have approached you about going on a date because you're out of my date range. And and then she says, well, I like to date younger guys. I said, well, I don't like to date very much older women. So that's just not my thing. But uh, yeah, they just came down. We, we would have broke everything down and everything would have been taken care of from the very beginning but uh that was not the case and ended up having a a 10-minute conversation there that said have a nice night see you later and have a great life you know but uh yeah because again everything she told me that she was into that i was into was just not the same and and I, i and she said well i just she she said this one thing she said you know and I hate to say it in this way, she said, but but men are just trying to out, men are just out there to get laid, you know. So why not just have them show up? And I was like, I don't know what school you heard that from, but uh, that's just not the case, really. I mean, uh, no, right? Yeah, yeah. I I want to score, but I want to score a lifetime with someone. That's what I, you know. Yeah, it's it's funny, it's funny that some of the women I would I would Our go life. out on dates with, yeah. they would say, "Oh, yeah. you know, you're yeah. a hot commodity." No, I mean, I'm saying, "Why am I hot?" Commodity? Right? Oh, because um, you put everything out there. That's. I mean, unfortunately, it does Even happen. It just liars, doesn't make sense. I, mean, it, I, I, I it like, just it's always baffled well, me you know, because I mean, if you want to find someone, find out. you gotta be honest. So I don't get like if anything, undersell yourself, and then the person will be pleasantly surprised when they see you, hoping that they are doing the same thing too and not just trying to disguise themselves in someone they think everyone wants them to be, you know? What's your condition? Being gorgeous? Because, I mean, really? I had a, a pallet of frozen chicken fall on top of me and I had a couple of back surgeries and was working, walked in with a cane for a few, for a while and, and had a hard time walking and stuff. But I fought, like you, I fought myself out of it and I'm okay now. I still have some difficulties, but you know, who doesn't, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like sure. a misjudge of character because if you actually took the time to write the profile, that's not the the profile of a man who's just looking to score. The the men who are just looking to score really only write if even a line in their profiles and that's usually about it right they just have a few pictures yeah exactly exactly and, and a man who fills out that much detail in his profile is not usually the man who just right. is on there to score and if hey if you want to just score just be upfront about it like if that's what your intention is it's just it's unfortunate that sometimes people aren't upfront about that and that's when people get right yeah, when you when you when you do meet with each other and learn things about each other along the way. Yeah. No, I I mean I hear you. When I was dating years ago, I 
actually did the same thing. I was brutally honest in my profile. And I, I wouldn't, to be honest, I would never lie in my profile, but I probably would not take the same approach in being so honest because I was disabled at the time. I still deal with this condition, but I was so yeah, that, insecure about it at the time that I felt I needed to I really put my whole, dates, all the details okay? out there so and that not, it wasn't a shock. I, I tell like this to that people the guy all the time, so I'm not afraid uh, or ashamed to admit this because I'm not ashamed of anything <laughs> in my life. Well, thank you. But it, well, it's called now, complex so. regional pain there's, syndrome there's no that I got after no a skiing accident and I was in a wheelchair and most people aren't in but, uh, the yeah, shape that I'm in, um, actually, and, I managed uh, to fight my way half, out of that. Um, but I, I mean, there's times I, I still struggle. But then I was, woman, I had to walk with a cane Friday, for quite a long time, and but it wasn't and it's it's. And I, I would go out on a date and go, okay, this isn't working. Uh, let me go back on the site and see if I can get another date for the next day. And I did, and I was able to. And you know, I mean, this is it. You know. Um, I wouldn't call myself Burt Reynolds or anything like that, but but I just yeah no exactly I and I, I put myself but I you know at the time say, I was so insecure about it I felt like well nobody's really going to want this and if and they do they I need to, to know what they're what in for so I kind of put and, it all uh, yeah, up front and then but I had so many people say to me. This Why did you do that? Expensive. Like, you didn't need so, to put uh, all of that and, and not just front and center. Money, like, but and I was very like, oh. expensive and taxing. So it really made me think own, about it. Uh, like, on my own thought I, I don't think if I were to do it again, I'd life. still put so, like, be uh, totally point, honest I and upfront, but I'd probably just mention it more on the, the date, maybe the second date that I have this condition. Figure out within 15 You know, but I don't think I needed to quite blast it out there, right? But even still, I would say a lot of people, it was clear that they didn't read my profile because I put that it was a skiing accident and I would say... 50% of the men said, do you want to go skiing? <laughs> like, I didn't have any skiing pictures no, or anything. No, I had in there that I had a skiing accident and, and that I was disabled. And they said, do you want to go skiing? So it was quite clear that they never read my profile, right? But that's okay. But because it, and that was before I then, like, I did all this training. I went back to school and then I changed my entire approach. And... Everything changed. I started meeting all different men, wonderful men. Actually, well, within one week, I actually met my current partner of five years. But um, it, so I do believe in a complete and utter honesty. But sometimes I think you don't have to blurt out absolutely everything I'm saying right out front. There is, yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. And there is ways. Now, especially with video, um, you know, to get on the video, most of them have a video component where you can get on a video first to talk to the person. I also believe in there's ways you can ask questions without sounding like an interrogation to really draw out information right. that you would get before you even meet. I also believe in very short meetings the first time, like so like a quick coffee so that if it is, you know, a bit of a fraud situation, you can get out of it quickly. You're not paying for dinner. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that's surprising. Yeah, or or getting through uh uh getting up to some of those weeds on the path there. Uh I did find some people who were like what I would consider serial daters, where they just put up they just wanted to go out on dates and that's all they wanted to do. And they didn't want to, they weren't actually looking for a relationship with someone. And I, I went through a lot of those as well. It's just, 
Uh, and then, but it's up to you to figure that out. But uh, yeah, I had a, a quite a few of them that just said, well, I just wanted to come out and just go out. And, and I said, well, I'm actually looking for someone, a yes. particular person, you know, and, and uh, it would just be, that was, boom, that was that, that was during that first year and a half period where I was just like, okay, this didn't work. Okay, this didn't work. And what, and then I just kept asking myself, what is it that I'm seeing about these ones that are, are uh, making the, the difference? And uh, uh, at that point, it was, uh, I was just looking yeah. at like, oh, they said they have a sense of humor and, uh, oh, she's good looking. Okay. And I just went with that. But after a while, I just figured out, you know, Okay, that they're, I got to find out more information about them because it's wow. just not working just by l- looking at those two things. So, so what what do you have as far as uh, as tips for people so they yeah. can figure out for themselves? Because one of the things I used to say in the very beginning was uh, I would find women who were who come yes. out of broken yes. relationships. Yes, no, it's a process. And I always try uh, to tell my clients that. Like, don't, like they are broken and it's, then they it's just hard mentally right to do, but you have to try not to get too people, down on it. Said, it's like why my company name is Path to Love Coaching because it's it's walking that path. And there are some weeds along the way. There's there's things along the path, but it's just part of the process to the to the pot of gold at the end, right? It's just, you just have to go through that. And like before, like it is a learning process. Like as you go through this, you learn more and more about what isn't right for you and what is right each one of those dates is giving you more information okay like i know i don't want that oh i kind of like that quality like she's not what i want but i did like that one quality and that's all processed information that you're gathering so that when you do meet that person you're like wow i know that's what i want so it's all it's all important and it's just you just have to try to have fun with it because you never have another, op- well, maybe you do for some, but often you don't have another opportunity like that in your life to go out and meet so many people and do all those things, right? Like <laughs> the grass is always greener. I mean, you're, it's wonderful. You're very happy and that that's terrific. But there's a lot of people in, right. you know, marriages who are like, wow, I'd love to be doing that. They look at you in envy, right? When you're dating, they're like, oh, that would be so much fun. That would be great. I would love to be going out and doing all that stuff, right? So it's just, it's a period of time in your life to enjoy and and then also enjoy the time when you're married and enjoy the time when you have children and enjoy the time, but it, it's just a stage in life and it's part of a process, right? Right. Yeah, no one wants to do that. Yeah, you don't want to keep repeating things that just don't work for you. And that's and that's not just situations, but people themselves. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've met some people well, who did you're not absolutely want right. to like, take I it think slow. That I, I talked you to one woman, should I remember, take some time, absolutely, uh, take some time to heal, was, um, take some I, time, I and not, not everybody, now, I guess, needs to heal. Sometimes to. relationships like, end, and both parties just realize it wasn't right, but even regardless, said, you still need some time that. to kind of just get your legs back together again, realize who you are as a person outside of that relationship who you are who are you as a single person now like you know not as a couple and i know you're probably trying and so take some time to just enjoy that enjoy your life being single you got to get in because if you go from one relationship to the next that's kind of all you are is that relationship person and it's also highly attractive oh no it's good 
be okay. that okay. single person uh, who has their own life, right? So, I mean, it's, it's, so it's important to take that time, start to develop you, work on you, think about, okay, what, what role did I play in this relationship ending? Because as bad as a relationship can be, and that person could be the biggest jerk or the biggest, you know what, like bitch or whatever, but everybody always plays a role. Nobody's perfect. Right. So how, how can you improve yeah. for your next and relationship before you dive right back like into it? How can you improve the, for your uh, next relationship? Itself, like no one's ever going to be perfect there, again, but if there's 10, anything 10 you can do to work on that, and you see do that. The same so take some time to do that, but take some time to just have fun, like get out there yeah, and have know, some it's, fun. It's not going to right. And obviously I'm a big believer in taking some time to figure out also what you actually need before you dive back out there. So really you know do 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 some work so that you're not just picking the same person because usually what happens if you don't do that is you're just going to end up with the same ex that you had before the dating i would run through the the people i thought were good matches for me and then after a while it's yeah the same people. and There's you know no when you do really find that person it's it's bit, and you start and dating would, uh, it's really important would, uh, to more take a step back and realize like this person again, is not your ex thing. because sometimes but, uh, like yeah, you know they'll do something and it's it's, because, it's almost like the ex was sitting there like you're blaming them for stuff that really isn't their fault it's like you know you there's still some damage there right there's some pain there's some hurt so it's really Again, like we all got processing together, information and going, what, and what has to do with this person? What has to do with stuff from my past? So it's really important to do that. It's important just to slow down, like get to know people before you rush into, we're now a committed couple. Like you see people that's like first date, I'm going off the app or we're going to be a couple. We're going to, like they start talking about moving in together and it's just, you just got out of one relationship. Just, it doesn't mean you can't look for another serious relationship, but just take it slow. Like just enjoy time to get to know just kind of disband it because I guess they just found people and then that was it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Right. Right. Sure. That is, I, I have seen that too. Um, when I've gone on for clients, I've seen people were on there like eight years ago and the same people are on there. But, and, and again, it's not surprising to me because until you break certain patterns, they just keep repeating. I've seen it over and over again. Um, Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's nice, though. That's ideal. Yeah. And, and that group might have been the reason, because it takes away some of that desperation that some people have to meet people. And we know in life that nothing really happens when you're desperate. Like, you know, whether you're trying to sell someone when you're desperate, it doesn't work. You know, you always hear the story when people are having children, when you're feeling very, if you're having issues having children and you're desperate about it, like it doesn't work, not until you relax. Like it's, it's, it's the same thing with dating when you're that desperate and so anxious about it, it just doesn't happen. You have to relax about the scenario and, and your approach was really good to just take us, you do need to take a break every once in a while, especially if you start to feel that anxiety, start to feel depressed about it, 
which happens to most people, to be honest, because it can, it gets hard because there is the ghosting. There is, right? It, it's hard on your mentality. So you have to lift yourself up every once in a while, take a step back and then go back on and, and realize, okay, it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's not me personally. I always tell people, how can they reject you when they don't even know you? It's not really you personally. It's just, you're not suited for each other. Now, if you lied, right, that's kind of a rejection. You lied. But if you're just, you know, just being totally honest and you weren't, did you not suited? It's, they don't know enough about you to totally reject you as a person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just, lots of people are just not suited for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of the things that I found that was not working for me was when we would be with this group, you know, there was a, uh, we would all get together and go to places. And then we made a, a big uh, uh, snafu when we, we started going to these karaoke bars and then uh, because I found out real quickly, because as a, the person I am, hey, man, if you're singing and you can't get the words right, yeah, we're not going out on a date. <laughs> you <sighs> hit me. Oh, my gosh. I am the worst person with lyrics. I'll start singing. And then I'm like, uh-oh, totally forgot the lyrics. So. Yeah, my, my wife was in the, we were in the car one time. And uh, I love the 80s rock, you know, because I, so I. I used to play an 80s band. I had big hair and I, I wore the... The uh, zebra stripe spandex because I was a drummer for years. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I thought I look, I thought I looked cool, but yeah, not so much. But uh, but uh, we were in a car, <laughs> and she started singing "Rocky Like a Hurricane" because it was on, and she said she started singing, and she instead of "Rocky Like a Hurricane," she said "Raunchy Like a Hurricane," and I turned <laughs> on, and I said, I said, "What did you just say?" And she said, "I'm singing a song." I said, "No, sing it again." And she sang, and I was like. It's not raunchy. It's rocky like a hurricane. The oh song my god, that's so funny! Now for thirty years, and you're still thinking it's raunchy. I said, "Oh boy." So did you say, "Uh oh, we might have to get a divorce"? Yeah, yeah, of course I did. You know, because yeah, yeah, because again, being a musician for a long period of my life and knowing the words to everything, and I even know the names of the bands and then and the names of the people in the bands from like back. I would be great at trivia, but uh, I was just like. Yeah, you need to get this right because if you don't get this right, I'm out the freaking door. So no, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's yeah. you and my uh, boyfriend would get along very well. I don't think there's a song he doesn't know the lyrics to. Like that's right. Yeah, we play trivia, and he plays against a couple of my friends who are pretty good, but he always wins. He knows. Yeah, as my wife song. keeps saying, "We got to go to those, these bars and do the trivia. We'll win every night." I was like, eh. "Oh, you will, you yeah. will." Now, do you still play the drums? Like that's my dream. Uh, no, I don't. I don't anymore. Uh, uh, became uh, uh, diabetic and um, I ended up uh, in a hospital one time with something called cellulitis and then when mm -hmm. I came out uh, I went for an audition for a band and then I uh, got the gig and then we were practicing and each time I would come home I'd wake up the next morning and find these like little purple spots on my foot on my feet oh, I'm sorry to hear and that I, yeah and I just said you know what it's more important for me to walk than it is to actually play yes so I gave it up and then I sold everything and then I bought a motorcycle. Uh, I <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a good trade. And I've been riding motorcycles ever since. But uh, but uh, yeah, but I had fun doing it. It was great. Uh, uh, I, I was very when I was doing that, I was very shy at that point. I, I was not good at picking up signs. People would be like, you know, hey, you were talking to that girl. And I think she really wants to go out with you. And I was like, really? I, I I didn't see that. Oh yeah, she was all over you, and I was like, really? Oh okay, you know. So yeah, I wasn't very good with signs, and he, even to the point when I 
when I met my wife, we went out on a date and and we 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 got done the dinner part of the date. And we both said, you know, I said to her, I said, I don't want this date to end. Do you want it to end? And she's like, no. So we went someplace else and uh, sat at this bar and I went to get a couple of drinks for her. And when I came back and sat down, I was just placing the drinks. And when I just turned around, I noticed my wife was sitting really close to me. And I was like, why is she sitting so close? <laughs> I, I just was not picking up on it and that when we talked about it later, she's like, I was sitting closer to you because I really liked you and I wanted to be with you. So and I was like, oh, OK. And and then we got up on the dance floor and then me, I was trying to maneuver us away from everybody else because there were so many people on the dance floor. And I was kind of like moving her backwards and she just bumped into a wall and I bumped into her and then we had a, our first kiss and then. And then we ended up talking till like six o'clock in the morning. And then that was it. it. Yeah, that was it. Then we both kind of knew. And then we were supposed to go out on our second date. And I was on my way over to see her in in my car. And I got into a car accident and I hit a deer. And uh, and I thought to myself, oh, maybe this is some kind of omen. But then I was like, you know, no. I, I So I called her up and told her what was going on. And she was she was thinking. Oh, maybe he's just trying to get out of the date. But I mean, but then halfway through it, I said, look, I... I this was Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson with Allison Verge in part one of Overcome the Obstacles to Finding Your Ideal Partner Without Dating Apps. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss part two. For more information about Allison, visit her at www.path2love.com. P-A-T-H the number two l-o-v-e dot com thanks for watching and we'll see you next time on beyond the veil with daniel jackson